Trust me, I probably have a lot more than $10 million right now if I had invested much sooner. You know, this video is such an important topic. And if you follow the steps I'm going to outline here today, you know, I don't see a way that you are not a millionaire, if not even a multimillionaire by the age of 25. So I thought, you know, this might be one of those occasions where it's time to light a candle. It's time to pull out a pen and a notebook because I'm going to show you exactly the things I learned reaching $10 million in my investment portfolio after tax by the age of 21 and how you can replicate the exact eight steps that I took in order to get there. So ladies and gentlemen, this is my investing advice for all of the teenagers out there. Now, the first step is you have to decide how much of your income, no matter how small it is, are you going to put away in order to invest? It really all starts with a decision, whether you know, you're getting, you know, $50 a week pocket money, uh, whether you have a little, you know, you're 17 or 18 and you have a little uh, side gig, maybe you have a part-time job, whatever it is, decide how much of your income you're going to put away. Now you might be making $50 a week right now because your parents are getting $50 a week in pocket money. And you might go, you know, if I put $10 away every single week, that's really not going to move the needle that much. You're right. But what happens when you get to a point where you're making $5,000 a week? And that could very much happen for you in your you know, teenage years, maybe even your early 20s, whatever the case may be. And you for four, five, six, seven years built up the habit of putting, for example, 20% of your income away. So maybe when you're 14 or 15, you're used to putting $10 away per week to invest. And let's say you land a high paying job, or maybe you start your own business. And as I said, you're making $5,000 a week, and you are used to putting 20% of that income aside. That's $1,000 a week. That's a lot of money to be investing. So as I said, the first step here is decide how much money are you going to put away and invest and think about it, not so much in terms of the amount of money, but in terms of percentage term of everything that you receive, how much are you going to invest? And bear in mind, when you're not making a lot of money, that percentage might be very small. And even if it's just 10 or 15 or 20%, that's okay. We're just trying to get you in the habit here. Now, my second piece of investment advice specifically for teenagers is find a way to have that money away from you. So what you can do is you can tell your parents, hey, I'm, you know, I want to be serious about investing because today it might be a small amount, but you know, in my early 20s or even my mid 20s, this could be a very large sum of money. So I just want to get used to it and I want to train myself. When I give you money to put away into my investments, can you make sure that I don't take it out? Can you make sure that I don't touch it? Because you know, something might come up. You know, you might want a new PS5 or you might or you might get tempted by the latest Travis Scott Nike collab. 101 different things could come up, right? But you want to make sure that you never touch that investment pile. So as I said, step number two, specifically for teenagers is find a way to ensure that that money, you know, is put away. And no matter how tempted you are, you cannot touch that money. And you know, you don't need to do this for the rest of your life. I definitely don't give away my money to someone to safeguard and keep protected, uh, you know, because I'm worried I'm going to spend it all. But just while you're in these early years, and also while the the amount of money may not seem significant to you very quickly, it will snowball and become a significant amount, but not if you pull that money out. Now, my third piece of investing advice for teenagers is get a credit card as soon as you can and just spend a little bit on it every single month. Credit cards have so, so many benefits. And me personally, I wish I'd learned these benefits a long time ago. You know, for me personally, I was just about to turn 20 when I started using credit cards. And bear in mind, at the age of 18, I was making anywhere from 100 to $200,000 a month profit. So, you know, I was used to making a lot of money, but I was just using debit cards for everything, which was foolish, you know, wasn't building up my credit score, wasn't getting, uh, you know, the, the myriad of different benefits that you get from credit cards, like, for example, pretty much free travel, you know, just from the amount of money that I spend on the business either way, you know, these costs are going to happen either way uh, between my various different businesses. I, I did the calculations earlier. I get something like 55 upgrades a year. 
like basically, uh, you know, more than an upgrade a week, you know, from economy to business or business to first class. And that's just one of the benefits right there. So step number three is get a credit card. Make sure you do not spend a lot of money on it. You know, it can literally just be like 20 or 50 or even $100 a month, just something, you know, you can even just put your Spotify and Netflix subscription on there uh, and just make sure you pay it off and just get used to the habit of having a credit card and paying it off every single month. Now, the fourth thing I want you to do is actually set up the infrastructure in order to invest. And here's what I mean by this. For the longest time, you know, I didn't really start investing until I was 19, which was a big, big mistake. Trust me, I would probably have a lot more than $10 million right now if I had invested much sooner. They ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine, but you just can't get into So one of the reasons that I didn't was because investing seemed like this sort of scary world to me, right? You know, I didn't know how to set up a brokerage account. Uh, even some of the, the crypto platforms back in 2017, 2018 were a little like just complicated to figure out in terms of, you know, wiring your money and this and that. I didn't really understand anything about the real estate market, uh, about alternative investments, for example, like watches. So what I want you to do, and you know, in the year 2022, there are so many things that make it so easy to invest, you know, simple things like Robinhood or Webull. Like it's very easy to take money and invest it, whether that be into stocks, whether that be into crypto, whether that be, uh, you know, NFTs, uh, even real estate, it's getting easier and easier these days for someone who's not a seasoned investor to get started and get invested. So what I want you to do is I want you to set up your, you know, it could be a Coinbase account or a Kraken account or a Binance account, right? Something that you can buy crypto with and actually learn how to take money from your bank. You know, whether once again, whether that could be $50 or $100 and know how to wire that and send that to your, you know, your Binance, or your Coinbase account. So that way you can start investing. I want you to set up your Webull or Robinhood account. And, you know, I don't have any affiliate links for any of these platforms. Just go, you know, type it in Google and get signed up because that way you're removing any barrier or friction in order to invest. Uh, I want you to set up an OpenSea account. I want you to set up a Chrono24 account. I want you to, whenever you walk past a real estate agency in your town or city, I want you to, you know, actually look at the house prices and just get a feel for what are the house prices in your area. You know, I want you to spend a bit of time on Zoopla or Rightmove, wherever you are in the world, right? As I said, just to get to know, you know, why is one house worth more than another? Why does one house rent out for more than another? And you don't need to become an expert at any of this stuff. You know, you don't need to become an NFT expert and spend 24 hours a day on OpenSea, but you can just start to see patterns and stuff like that. Whatever avenue you wanna go down, and you know, for example, for me, all of my investments are with crypto, NFT, and watches, right? Like that's just the, the, the area and the vertical that I am the most proficient and I understand the most. So that's just kind of what I stick to. And I know them very, 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 very well. I know watch prices very well. I know everything that's going on on OpenSea. I know everything that's going on in the crypto market. So as I said, whatever vertical you decide to go down, set up the infrastructure to be able to invest. So that way, if tomorrow you want to invest a thousand dollars, you could do it. And there's nothing, you know, there's no excuses that you could give yourself. Now, my fifth piece of investing advice from someone who started their business, that business right there, my advertising agency, when they were 16 years old, and by the time that they were 21 years old, they had over $10 million net after tax in their investment portfolio. The fifth piece of advice that I could give you is investments are great, but you need to understand that investments are not there to really make you rich. They're more there to preserve your wealth and to give you stability and security you know, for many, many years and decades to come. What you need to do, the fifth thing you need to focus on is start a business or start some sort of freelance side gig, whatever it is, you need to get your income up. Now that could even just be, you know, a job at a fast growth uh, company. You know, there's many, many employees in my companies, you know, between my agency, my education platform, my software company that make CEO type money. And every year, you know, their income compounds. So if you can find an organization like that, there's nothing wrong with having a job, but I will say they are very few and far between um, 
yeah, most of the time it's very, very hard to level up your income uh, when you're working in a job. So as I said, the reason I was able to get to this point in life is because I decided to start an agency. Obviously at the time when I was 16, I didn't realize what I was doing. Uh, now looking back, I realized, yeah, I started a, a boutique online remote agency. And the way that I built it up was by using something called contractor arbitrage. I would find really good contractors and then I would basically take their services, wrap it under my agency, and then go ahead and sell that on for double, triple, or quadruple what they were charging me. And you know, what they were charging me was still considerably higher than what they were able to charge clients in their own country. So so yeah, that was basically the business model for the first you know, almost two years. And I was able to get to forty, fifty thousand dollars a month's profit right towards the tail end of being 17, going into being 18 years old. And then from there, once the budget allowed, hired people full time, et cetera, et cetera. And, and, you know, my CMO actually was a contractor who worked for me four years ago. And it's been four years that we've been working together. Now, I can't give you guys the exact specifics on how to actually accomplish this and do what I did, but you will be happy to know that I released an exact step by step training on exactly how to build a 100K a year online business in the quickest time possible. So you can find that on YouTube. I'll leave that as the first link down below as well. Make sure you finish this video and then go ahead and watch that. But as I said, the reason that I got to this point in life, I had that advertising agency that after two years from 2016 to 2018, towards the tail, uh, tail end of 2018, uh, when I was still 18 years old, when I was just about to turn 19, that business was doing over six figures a month profit. So that meant that I was able to take all of that cash and what I should have done all the way from when I was doing 10K a month, you know, right back when I was 17 and I just dropped out of high school is I should have been investing a large portion of this. So, you know, this idiot, all he did was he just sat on tons of cash up until 2020. Now, if you know anything about what happened in 2020, 2020 was a great year for investing if you deployed your capital. So I had over seven figures cash, you know, after tax, just sitting there, I deployed that. And from my $1.5 million I put in, in 2020, uh, within seven, eight months through the crypto markets, it was up to eight and a half million dollars. I also invest a lot of money in watches. I have a watch portfolio worth over $2.3 million right now. I'll get Tristan to throw it up on screen, my Chrono 24 collection. So as I said, if you're starting off with a little amount of money, you will not invest your way to riches. Still follow all of these principles here. But the big, big one is this fifth one, which is I said, start a business or some sort of freelance gig. Step number six is live below your means. Now, I know there's been a lot of people who could look at my life and, you know, they'll see videos where like, you know, I'll go shop at the mall for like two hours and spend like $20,000 or uh, I'll buy expensive watches. Well, watches are investments for me, uh, but I don't know, like I'll just do... I spend money, I enjoy my life, et cetera, et cetera. For me personally, I live off of anywhere from 10 to 15% of what I earn. If you guys have seen uh, my breakdown of 2021, uh, sort of like a year in review video, as all you guys may know, I made over $10 million in 2021. So I know some of the things I do might seem like, wow, that's so much money, but it's, it's all, you know, it's all, um, I don't know what word I'm looking for here, proportionate, I think so. I would be very concerned for myself if I spend 70, 80, 90% of my income. And a lot of people out there spend more than they even earn. I don't believe in living below your means in the sense that, you know, I see a lot of these like, you know, multi, multi-millionaire uh, people and they're just like live very frugally and they won't buy coffee and this. Not. I personally just think that's stupid, right? Like this life, you only have one of this life. If you are being responsible and you're only spending 10, 15, 20, even 30% of your income, uh, and you make a lot of money, who cares? If you're investing the rest of the money, you're protecting your future. Uh, you know that even if you stop making money for the rest of your life, you would still be good. And now I'll get onto a, a point that I'm gonna touch on very soon. For me personally, I know everyone has different opinions. This life is there to enjoy. And especially if you have the great privilege and the great honor like I did, and was very blessed and very lucky because, because don't get it twisted. Everything in life, you know, luck has a role to play. 
And I was very blessed and I was uh, very lucky to, yes, spot the right opportunities at the right time, you know, start a business at the right time. But there was always a factor of luck involved. So as I said, if you are privileged enough to make money at a young age, I believe, um, you know, you should enjoy this life. So live below your means. That doesn't mean, you know, you need to scrounge on coffee or this and that. You know, I think when you're making less income, like let's say less than $5,000 a month or 10, less than $10,000 a month, it makes sense that you spend 50 or 60 or, you know, maybe even 70% of your income. I get it. Now, once you get to a point where you're making, you know, multiple five figures, maybe even six figures a month. And if that sounds crazy to you at some point, you know, you can go back to my YouTube video and watch videos of me when I was starting my business in 2016. You can watch videos of me in 2015 when I was like showing what books I was reading. I used to read a book a week and, you know, I was like, you know, and I had all these grand visions and all these grand plans, et cetera, et cetera. So don't set any boundaries on yourself of what is and isn't possible. But anyways, as I said, live below your means as a percentage. Okay. Let's say in a hypothetical world, totally hypothetical. Someone might look at someone who is just enjoys their life to the fullest, like literally doesn't even look at the price tag of anything. And they spend $10 million a year. That might seem insane to someone that might seem like total lunacy. But let's just say that person made $100 million a year. And that person invested $80 million a year, spent $10 million a year and put $10 million a year uh, into their savings. Okay, so they saved just as much as they spent. And the other 80% of everything they made went to investments. And let's say that investment portfolio yielded them 10% returns a year from that $80 million, they have just yielded $8 million a year passively from their investment portfolio. So the reason I say this is because someone might look at that person and be like, oh, you're not living below your means or blah, blah, or you're financially irresponsible. I don't think so. As I said, for me, it's all proportionate and it's all based on how much you make and what stage of things you're at. So living below your means doesn't mean, uh, you know, uh, only shopping when there's sales. If you're a person who makes a lot of money. Okay. So just bear that in mind. And this goes into step number seven. And this is very important as time goes on. And step number seven is you want to increase your percentage of your income that you invest. Okay. So once you start getting to a point where you're making more and more income every year, you should try to have your, you know, the percentage of your income that is going towards your investment grow and grow and grow. And this, you know, the reason that this is important is because of the last final step. And last final step is really where you achieve the truest freedom in life. But, but the only way that that's possible is by consistently as your income grows. And as I said, the best way to do that is through a business. Once you're done with this video, make sure you click the first link in the description. That'll take you to another YouTube. You know, it won't take you to any landing page or this or that. It'll just take you to another YouTube video that I put out that people went absolutely crazy for that shows you step by step exactly how to build an online business to 100K a year. As I said, go ahead, start a business. And as the years go by and you make more money, go ahead and increase the percentage of that money that you make that goes into your investment portfolio. And the last step, and this is really where you achieve the truest sense of freedom is only live off of what your investment portfolio yields you. So let's say that you have an investment portfolio. Let's say you're 25 years old and you followed all these steps. And let's say you follow these steps and you know, you're 14, let's say you're 17, you know, maybe even you're 19 years old and you follow these steps and you have an investment portfolio of $2 million. And if that sounds crazy, like, trust me, like don't box yourself in like that. Like don't limit yourself and your scope of thinking. So as I said, let's say you get to $2 million a year. Off that, let's say that you are yielding 8% a year. That is $160,000 a year passively. The truest, truest, truest freedom is when your investment portfolio, as in like your true passive income, that pays for your life. And if you can get to that point, and that's kind of a cool stage where I'm at in life right now, 
where my lifestyle can be entirely paid for by my investment portfolio, which means that all of the money that I earn in my businesses can go straight into my investment portfolio. So let's say, you know, to give you sort of realistic benchmarks this year, the businesses will hit, I think combined anywhere from let's say three and a half million dollars to $5 million profit, right? So if I can contribute, let's say hypothetically an extra $4 million, and let's say I'm yielding 10% from that, I put four, another $4 million into my investment portfolio this year. And that means that I get back an extra $400,000 a year in yield. I've just gone ahead and from this year, 2022, from my business earnings, I've gone ahead and allowed myself to spend an extra $400,000 a year for the rest of my life. And if I go ahead and I do that again next year, then that stacks and that compounds and compounds. So it said the truest freedom in life is when you follow these seven steps. And then that last eighth step that gives you the stability, the calmness to know that I'm going to be fine no matter what. I could stop working tomorrow and really nothing could ever happen. So for some of you, you will finish watching this video and you go, oh, that was cool. That was kind of interesting. And for some of you, you will understand just how powerful these steps are. And for any of you guys who have been watching my YouTube channel for a while, and there's a lot of you guys who were literally used to watch me when I was 15 and 16, you would have seen every single year I followed these steps. You know, one or two I should have done earlier, like getting a credit card and really getting the infrastructure for investing set up earlier. But you would have seen my journey in the last six years and you would have seen exactly how I managed to get to this point in life. And this is something that no one ever taught me. I grew up in a single parent household. At some point, me and my mom were on government benefits, which for those of you guys who don't know, that's basically like um, welfare in America in the UK. My mom was bouncing between retail jobs. She used to be, you know, uh, a receptionist getting paid minimum wage at, you know, one of the hospitals, one of the NHS hospitals, which is, you know, free healthcare in the UK. So I never had a dad. I never had anyone to be a big bro and, you know, really impart this wisdom on me. So. For me, this is like, this video is important and it's meaningful to me because it's like, this is, this is it. Like, this is the high level view. This is how you do it. Like, this is how you free yourself, free your family. So yeah, I hope that you realize how significant this is if you follow this. So on that note, wherever you are on these eight steps, and I'll get Tristan to pop them up right here. Just keep going, you know, keep going. And I can tell you for sure, I am definitely here in your corner and rooting for you.